Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari. Happy Tuesday. And here we are once again. Uh, Today's topic is change can happen in an instant, and that is absolutely the truth. We're going to talk about three things that you can ask of yourself that can trigger change that seems to take place instantaneously. And I've used these very often myself. Um, change is an interesting thing, and a lot of times what we think we want, we actually are. We actually kind of have all kinds of hidden blocks and things um, that we don't realize. And we're going to talk about some of the keys to trigger um, that shift for you. It's it's they're they're pretty subtle, but once you see what they are, it's kind of interesting how you're like, wow, you know, I kind of knew that all along, but I didn't realize how much it was holding things back, holding back uh, the good flow from coming in. So we're going to talk about that. And um, excuse me, I wanted to also let you know that we're doing a special round of these. Um, Healing with your Akashic Record readings this month, we uh, have a few spots left for the second two weeks of May. What are we already in the second week of May? Really? Wow, I just looked at the date. Um, And uh, so next week, we have a couple of spots left and the week after for these uh, new Akashic Record readings. Now, we've been doing these for the spring. You know, we've been doing quite a few of these. We've had several of you in our community um, come and work with me in the records. But we have 10 new questions that you can actually ask in the records, and we have not done this before. Um, so if you have had a reading and you want to have another one, this is a really good time to do it because there's a whole other level that we're getting to as far as what we can gather from the records. And um, I'm going to just go through these 10 questions and let you know what they are just so that you can start to percolate and see if you want, if these answers, you know, getting these answers would help you moving forward. The first one is, what are the best and most powerful abilities that I have had in past lives that I can bring forward to this lifetime now? And it's interesting because everybody gets very caught up in, you know, what they did in their past life, and they try to use it to justify not getting things done in this life or, you know, you know, healing in this life or whatever. But what if you could take all of the different lifetimes you've had and bring all the money you've ever had forward into this lifetime? What about um, all of the actual, and you know, talents that you've had. What if you had, you know, intuitive talents, magical talents. Maybe you were, ta- you were alive during the time of, you know, the Druids and Merlin and, you know, maybe you had like really powerful manifesting energy in Lemuria or Atlantis and you could bring that forward into this lifetime. You can do that. I actually have been working with that one myself and it's been seeming things have been shifting kind of interestingly with that. Um, the second question is, what are the best ways for me to increase my level of self-love and appreciation with the masters, teachers, and uh, guides of the Akashic Record? Self-love is kind of the bottom line for everything. In fact, I just spent the last five days working on my new book, The Self-Love Project, and um, really steeped into that that subject. I've spent hours and hours and hours, and I just got the first printout of the manuscript today from the printer right before we got on the show today. Um, so the self-love thing is, is huge. It really does have play a big role in how quickly change happens for you and how quickly you receive what it is you're desiring for. And if you receive it, a lot of it has to do with, you know, with your own personal feelings about yourself. Um, the third question is, bring to mind your most difficult or stuck situation, and you can ask, what is the most appropriate action I should take at this time? Uh the next one, why have I chosen to be me in this lifetime? 
uh, the, third, the next one after that, how am I seen in the light of the Akashic Records? How might I be rejecting, betraying, or resisting myself at this time? Uh, bring to mind a pattern that you would like to shift and ask how has this pattern been serving me in this lifetime? Then you can also ask why did I choose this pattern of money, health, relationship, or insert your pattern of choice? You can also ask at what point did I choose this pattern and what is the advice of the masters, teachers, and loved ones that I should apply to shifting this? And then finally, how can I open to receive and be willing to accept what I've asked for more easily now? So that actually, that last question is a great segue into our topic for tonight. How can I um, open to be, how can I open to receive and be willing to accept what I have asked for more easily now? So that question, that open to receive and willing to accept is a big one. So open to receive is is really what it says, you know, being open to actually get the stuff that you're asking for. But a lot of people say, well, I am open, I'm open, I'm open, I, I want it, I want it, I want it. But once they get it, they lose it. And that goes into the second part of that phrase, which is being willing to accept it. So once you ask for something, are you, and and it shows up, are you willing to receive it? And and a lot of times we are willing to do one without the other. And when you're not willing to accept it, what happens is that shows up. If you haven't done the work, you know, kind of that underlying work, uh, you will find that things kind of slip through. Or just when you thought things were going to go well, they kind of fall down, okay? And, And that's that willing to accept peace. So when we talk about change can happen in an instant. Oh, wait, before I do that, let me just tell you, if you could, <laughs> we're going to do a few readings later. So if you'd like to call in, I see Sam's already working on those, the folks who are um, who are online now. But um, uh, you can call in. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a little tired today. Uh, 347-215-9485 is the number to call in. 347-215-9485. Okay, so back to the change can happen in an instant. So let's talk about three the three things that can actually really trigger change for you. Um, the first question, is, well, let me make this point. A lot of times what we do in order to make a new thing happen, okay, you're usually up against something if you want a change to happen. Maybe you're feeling sad about a relationship or, or um, you know, get a diagnosis with your health that you're, you know, concerned about, those types of things. And so, you know, there's a, there's a certain amount of um, a sense of urgency around some of the changes that we want. And then some of the things have been chronic issues, maybe a long-standing stubborn weight, you know, weight loss issue. Or, um, you know, you procrastinate. Or maybe, you know, your business has really been struggling for a very long time, these types of things. So they seem like they're, they're just longer-term chronic issues. Whether it's a chronic issue or it's more of a change, always happens in a moment. There's stuff that leads up to it that seems like there's a timeline on it. There's stuff that happens after that exact point of change so that you adjust to it and that you move into it. But the actual shift, the actual change happens in an instant. Okay? So what we want to manage here is that pre pre-change and post-change, we also want to really influence with our thoughts and our, our our emotions and with our focus, we want to influence that, in, that instant when the change happens, right? We want to be open to that. And so if what I've found is that if you have a chronic issue, kind of long-lasting, and you keep trying the same thing, or you... Um, have an acute issue and you try to go back to something you did in the past that worked and try to get it to work again, a lot of times the past intervention is not going to work for the present issue. Why is that? Well, because you've evolved since the last time that happened or some semblance of it happened. And when you've evolved, your frequency is raised. And when your frequency has raised, then your interventions shift and change. So what work to get you out of a jam, you know, in, in back in 10 years ago, let's say with your finances, 
let's say you were stable and then you cut, you hit another bump in the road and you try to go back to what worked the last time you went through something like this, which is a very natural, you know, human thing to try to do, you might find that that's not going to work this time. And it's just not working no matter what you do. And, I, and I've had that, you know, where I go so and say, you know, to my own spiritual teachers, I, I've done it all. I've done everything. I'm like, okay, so then stand. And that's one of the things that's very, very important to note, that when you've done everything you can, then stand. That's the, it's the time to be still. And when you become a very advanced light worker, and I, I was just in my channeling the other day, they started calling uh, my folks light leaders, especially when you're a light leader, which is different than a light worker. Light leader is here to help other people as well. Um, when you are in that position, that whole lesson of leaning into the divine, leaning into leaning into what you cannot see, leaning into what you cannot just wrangle and muscle with your human beingness, you know, that's a really hard and scary lesson to learn. Now, it's a powerful lesson and one that you, many of you might be going through if you've been going through kind of the rounds and, and nothing's working and you finally get to the point where it's just like, um, I'm either going to be run over by a train or some angel's going to drop down and, <laughs> and rescue me because there's nothing. I, I got nothing. I got, I, I've done it all. I got nothing. You know, that might seem like from the human beingness, and if you talk to anybody who's emotionally or energetically primitive, which is another thing I'll talk about in a minute, because I've been encountering that too. Um, <laughs> if you're dealing with friends and family members and people who are telling you you should have and you could have and why did you take that risk and you should never have done and this and that, and really energetic, energetically primitive, they're not going to be the ones to say, you know, trust in the divine. This is this is a lesson of magnitude. This is the biggest you've ever, you know, learned. It's interesting when you get to that point, though, where the divine is the only thing you can turn to, that you finally got to the most powerful of all the tools there are, okay? There is nothing more powerful than the divine energy because the divine energy can see all the things that you can't see. It can see all the things that you can't see and it can become all the things that you need it to become. It's, it's the source energy. It's the energy that, you know, brings life into my cat, Tinkerbell, here next to me. She loves the show, by the way. She comes and she sits next to me during the show. So you guys both have good energy. Um, and, you know, it's the same energy that breathes life into the ocean and to your lungs and makes your eyes blink and all that kind of good stuff. You know, you've heard the flower, you know, descriptions of the source energy. But it's the truth. And sometimes when it comes to if you want that instantaneous change, one of the ways you can really get to that, the shortcut to it is um, focus on the divine. Focus on that bigger energy. You know, now your mental mind will you with all the things you should be doing. Well, you should try harder. You should do this, run that, run this way, run that way, do this, do that. Try it in the criticism and the shifting and the, you know, the judgment and all that. But the point is that if you can get quiet and you can focus, that a lot of times that big lesson that's in front of you is not so much about the brawn. It's about the, the, the energy, okay? Now, there are other times in your life where it is about brawn. Some of you, you know, I know people have called us to the show and they say, well, you know, I was just hoping that money might drop out of the sky and, well, I kind of don't really feel like doing anything and you're not going to get anywhere with that, not even with the divine energy because you're really essentially commanding the energy to not, you know, to really kind of not do anything because you don't want to do anything. So there are times in your life where you are learning uh, the brawn of physicality, right, where you're... Or you have to take all the action, you know, you're looking for that job, you've got all the resumes out, you've got on all the interviews, you've done this, you've done that. Starting out, you know, once a new job, you have to put all these things into play. But then at some point, if those things aren't working, that's when you shift over to the energy. Now, it's great to go back and forth between the two and incorporate the two, but I'm just trying to make the distinction because I know that some people are in the state of running around, running around, you know, doing all these actions and not considering the energy. And then some people kind of just sit around waiting for, you know, stuff to drop out of the sky, so that kind of doesn't work either. But if you've done all the action and you've been diligent about communicating energetically with your angels and guides and still still isn't happening, you can ask one of these three questions. Okay. 
So, first question is, what am I most afraid of that if I was willing to do it, would change everything? What am I most afraid of that if I was willing to do it, would change everything? I know um, I asked that question back in 20, early 2011, like January of 2011, and the first thing that came up on the thing was telesummit. And I was really worried about doing telesummit. I knew there were a lot of work. I had friends who were doing them that were, like, co- complaining like crazy because the workload is insane and um, is the details, and there's just so many variables. But I said, you know, that I put telesummit, but I knew that if I did them, if I did one, it it could change everything because it would put put us on the map and all that kind of stuff, and um, <clears throat> and I had written about six other things down on that list, but I said, what's the scariest one of all of them? Because whatever's the scariest one is probably the thing that's going to make the most change, and so I picked telesummits, and I did. It, I did the eleven 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 telesummit, and it changed everything. It changed my whole world. It changed the business. It changed a lot of people's lives. You know, we reached just. You know, I thought we were going to get to four countries with registrations. We had 95 countries, <laughs> people from 95 countries. I finally pulled out a world map and put it on the website. I remember that. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But it opened a gateway. It was the thing that was the trigger for the biggest change. Okay? So you have to write that list. What am I most afraid of that if I was willing to do it could change everything? That might be facing your weight issue and actually taking a stand and saying, you know, I'm going to commit to this, but I'm not going to commit to it just for a week or just, you know, so I can see if some, if the weight comes off and then I'll decide if I commit to it. I'm going to commit to this for a year. I'm going to commit to completely changing the way I, you know, interact with food and exercise and all that stuff. That could be that top thing on the list. Whatever the top thing on the list for you is for you, and you know it comes up really fast in your head. Whatever that top thing on the list is for you, that's the thing that you that's the thing that's holding the treasure chest of, of the rewards that you're looking for. And um it might feel like your rewards are being held hostage. I've had that argument many times with my guides. Like you guys are fighting and switching me, I'm sick of this. But there's a lot of multi layers to change as well. So sometimes those big rewards that you want require not just, you know, you say I'm open to receive. Are you open to receive physically, in your world? Are you open to receive emotionally? Are you open to receive mentally? Are you open to receive energetically? Those are four categories of receptivity. If, let's say, you really want this relationship of a lifetime, but you're pretty chaotic in your uh, finances, you don't feel great about your body, you know, the physicality, the physical world, the body part is kind of hard to get into a relationship with someone when you're really, really off with how you feel about your body. And and when you have your finances and that baggage, you know, it's hard to engage and embark on a relationship with someone as well and be fair. So you've got like kind of, that's like a mental load, right? That's the mental clutter. And then you've got the physical clutter of how you feel about your body image. And then emotionally, what if you don't want to be vulnerable? You know, you have a hard time feeling vulnerable. So then you've got all of that pu- pushing into the energetic part of it, which is, I, I'm, you know, you're, you're, there's too much fear. So then you call Mari on the radio show and say, when's my guy coming? And Mari says, well. <laughs> and I can see it in your field that it's like, you got a lot of categories of clutter there. So the guy isn't going to just ignore all of that and stand on top of your mountain of mess and say, oh, okay, you know, here I am. You've got to fix. I mean, you don't have to be perfect, but you certainly have to be very aware and good, strong work in progress for that to shift. Okay, so your instant change that you're looking for, you know, for the charming poof, you know, like appears in the living room with flowers and chocolates, you know, that is probably not going to happen when you've got those bags and you want to lighten your load. I'm not saying you have to have no baggage. There's no guy out there that has no baggage. They're all coming with baggage too. But you want, if you're working, remember water seeks its own level. So whatever you, when I'm talking about interpersonal changes now, okay, so water seeks its own level. However evolved you are is, is the height of what you can attract in someone else. 
you can't attract more than what you are. You might be able to get some attention. Let's say you're very pretty physically or whatever. Get some attention. But as far as someone sticking around for any period of time, you're going to, you know, water seeks its own level. You're going to get what you are. So if you are not perfect, but you are aware and you're willing to take action on yourself on a regular basis, you are going to position yourself to meet someone else who's not perfect, but he's aware and he's at regular, you know, taking action on himself on a regular basis. You're constantly, you're each raising your frequency, you're each sort of tumbling through your life with awareness and with consciousness. And when you have that, then you have the makings of a relationship because you can sort of flow back and forth. And hey, your weak spots might be his, you know, strong spots and vice versa, and you guys can kind of, you know, shift back and forth. But there's a certain, you know, category of energetic frequency that you need to be in to even attract that type of evolved person. Okay? So if you are sitting around, you know, just on Match.com trying to figure out, you know, does he look good enough? Does he have a Bentley? And, you know, how much money does he make? And can he, you know, rescue me? And is he going to ignore that I hate my body? And is he going to ignore that I'm an emotional wreck? And is he going to ignore that I don't, you know, I'm not physically responsible? And is he going to ignore that, you know, I hate my family and all that, you know, I mean, you're not, it's it's not fair. It's not fair to yourself. And it's not fair to the other person. And quite frankly, your energy will repel anybody who's healthy if you're not in that way, okay? So that's even with, you know, that you can, you can translate that into other life categories, jobs and all that kind of stuff as well. But the question, what am I most afraid of that if I was willing to do would change everything is a huge, huge announcement of willingness to move forward. And that can shift everything. And it's amazing how, when you become pliable and willing how much really can tumble into your world. The second question is um, asking for clarity on what lessons I am to learn that if I became aware of would change everything. Okay? So what lessons are you, you can ask, what lessons am I supposed to learn about this? Like, what's the core, you know, divine clarity? Ask for divine clarity on the situation at hand? What are the core lessons that I'm supposed to learn from this so that you can be done with it, so that you can master it? But sometimes those lessons are just an awareness of something, and then everything shifts. Sometimes it's an awareness and a set of actions to take. Like, for me, I know, you know, I've been asking, okay, what's the next step? What's the next step? And it was like, write this. Come on, I already gave you a book. I'm exhausted. I'm tired of writing. He said, nope, got to write that book. Got to write that book. And, you know, for the last eight days, I finally caved, and I said, all right, okay. And I just sat for hours and hours and hours and hours and wrote the book. Now, it's, it's, you know, I gave birth to the book. The book is now printed in a manuscript format, and it will now be edited and prepared for human consumption, you know, for presentation to the world, but the basic birthing of the book has taken place, which then creates shifts and lightness, and I hope, you know, you can, I can see kind of the road. I saw the, the wall come down, okay, because I was willing to take that action. So sometimes there's an awareness and a set of actions. Other times that just the awareness shifts everything. Let's say you've gone through a whole lot of action taking, let's say in your career or something, and then you finally, um, you know, you finally hit that final point, and they said, well, here's the awareness we want you to have so that at least when you're going forward now to your next stage, you've, you've garnered all the wisdom from the previous stage, you know, so you don't have to go through it all over again. The third thing is um, a big one, and that is you take an inventory of the shame, the guilt, and the worthiness that you are feeling for what you desire. Because Shame and guilt and unworthiness are the absolute worst uh, things. They're the most poison of anything. You're better off being angry, you know, not liking your hips or whatever, but the shame and the guilt and unworthiness can stop any kind of reward in its tracks, and it stops it cold. Any kind of result that you want, if you have any kind of shame, guilt, or 
feeling some unworthiness, like, you know, oh, I don't deserve this, oh, I don't believe this can happen, or oh, I, you know, feel guilty about it, or if I have it, nobody else will have it. A lot of people get that way about money. Um, or uh, I feel guilty that, you know, I I wasn't perfect in the past, and now, you know, who am I to have the relationship or the life that I've always wanted, and that type of thing. That's one that you really need to pull out the journal if you need to get a therapist to help you, a spiritual teacher or whatever, um, you know, working through your Akashic records, whatever it is, you need to get help on that because the cleaner you can be from that, those those real acidic emotions or points of view, I should say, the the easier everything is to flow. One of the tools I will refer you to for that, which is, uh, there's two. One is uh, Brené, Brené, yeah, B-R-E-N-E, Brown, has a whole thing on shame. And I actually haven't read her books, but my mother and a lot of my intellectual friends who are hypercritical of everything and analytical and don't really receive anything because they just, they're not into the whole energy thing, they love her. And so she must be doing something right because they just say she's fantastic. And I think it's because she's done so much research and she has a lot of substantiated points of view. It's not just like, oh, I got this and, you know, I channeled the guys and they told me this. It's more scientific and, you know, she's done all kinds of work with huge groups of people. So I think that that's why almost my more intellectual, you know, less energy or, you know, energetically primitive people that I know in my life don't, you know, they, they love her. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be energetically involved and love her. I'm sure she's fantastic. But I know for a fact that the the shifts I've seen in people that I never thought, thought I'd see a shift are is huge. She can work. She's on Oprah all the time. And that she's a really good one to follow. The other one that I saw yesterday, I love, love, love. You've heard me say this on a show before, Joel Osteen. Um, I'm not religious, but I... I've studied probably every religion out there at some point in my career, and I grew up Catholic, and, I, and I'll, you know, I'm not like practicing a formal religion right now. Uh, but I do lean into the, a variety of different things. I can be reading the Kabbalah on one day and dealing with the Tao on another and listening to Joel on another. It really depends on where I'm at or channeling or whatever. And um, he had a show on like, yesterday, the, his sermon for Sunday, May 11th. You can probably see it online was all about shame and forgiveness, forgiving yourself and worthiness. And he was, he just, he just knocked it out of the park. It was so powerful. It was so powerful that I actually took the note. I thought it was really well done. And he's very, very mystical. You know, he's, he's amazing how much of the stuff that we talk about on the show, he actually talks about in that church, but he does it in such a way that he backs it up with scripture so that it goes kind of, you know, under the radar of the, the whole Christian movement, which would say that this is, you know, this kind of stuff is valid. And I hear him, and he's one of the people that I've, I've seen, you know, I've studied him for years and uh, followed him for years, and he's one of those people that I've seen really uh, is is very eclectic in the way that he positions things. And he really, he taught, he's, he's done whole shows on intuition, He's, you know, he's talking about inheriting your sense of worthiness, which is, you know, past life oriented. He's like, you know, a lot of this self-worth stuff, you know, it could have come from somewhere else and you're, you know, (laughs) it could have been passed down and it's not yours anyway. I mean, come on. That's what we talk about in the records all the time. So he really, I think he has a kind of an insider track and uh, and he's getting to such a huge number of people. And he's just, he's just flat out, he's the most amazing cheerleader for your life ever and stuff. I highly, highly, highly recommend him. And yesterday, um, in particular, that show, um, if, if any of that, you just want to feel really good that was one you can watch to watch. Okay, so um, all of this, just doing a little bit of this can actually change things very, very quickly. And you definitely want to, when you're really in the thick of it and you really do need something to shift dramatically, I highly suggest, that you reduce your output with other people, meaning that you kind of, I don't want to say isolate, but you really kind of pull back. I know I was at dinner the other day and I left. I just left early. It was The conversation was just off the charts, off the rails. It was annoying me. And I just said, okay, I'm done. And it was just maybe two weeks ago it wouldn't annoy me, but I'm going through a lot of changes right now. And I said, you know what? 
they're good. Let not don't stop the conversation. I'm just going to remove myself from the conversation, and you guys have at it because I just needed to be with the cover with my own conversation. So don't be afraid to have those healthy energetic boundaries and give yourself the space to be quiet and to listen to that divine energy, that divine conversation, because ultimately that's what we're all being led to. You might be spinning around and, you know, physical action and physical thoughts and mental lists and all that kind of stuff. But at the bot, when you get down to the bottom of it, um, that divine conversation lesson is going to show up. So you're better off tuning into that energy sooner than later. Okay. So we are going to take a quick break. I'm going to get some water. And um, and then we're going to come back and do some, some conversating <laughs> with you. And so the number to call in is 347-215-9485. 347-215-945. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments radio show. And we'll be right back. get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Intuitive Living Cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. the life you are really meant to live soul lifetimes magazine is your online source for creating the life you truly desire 
When you register for your free subscription at www.soullifetimes.com, you get access to a world of resources that will help you to get the answers you seek and inspire you to take charge of your world. Tap into your body, mind, and spirit with articles from some of the most well-known conscious thought leaders and teachers on metaphysics, soul talk, soulmate relationships, quantum healing, astrology, food for the soul, style, and more. When you join us to create a joyful lifestyle for a new way of being, you truly contribute to raising the consciousness of the world. Subscribe for free at www.soullifetimes.com and never miss an issue of this innovative and insightful digital magazine. Soul Lifetimes Magazine is about living happier, healthier lives full of purpose, joy, and abundance. Subscribe now for free at www.soullifetimes.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Hello, we're back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And today we're talking all about change that can happen in an instant. So now we are going to take a few of your calls. If you'd like to call in, the number is 347-215-9485. And as always, I'd like if you could um, be specific with your question if it's a you know relationship question, what do you see in my love life? Is a little too broad for a radio show. We don't have a lot of time, so um, if you have a specific question about your topic, then that would be the the most advisable. So off we go. The first person we have is Melissa in New York. New York. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Can you turn like your volume you down because we have an echo? We have an echo with you. Can you just turn your Hello. Hi. Can you just turn your radio volume down a little bit because we can hear um, the echo of me? No, I'm, I'm. I don't. I don't have it on. Oh. Okay. Okay. And I just turned down the volume on my phone. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, what's your question? My question is, um, I've been single for probably you can say probably two years. So okay. I want to know, do you see someone this summer coming up? The beginnings of something could happen towards the end of August. But it's not so much a matter of time as much as it's a matter of what you're doing with your energy within that time. So if you, again, like today, what we're talking about today, really give that some thought because it feels like there's a sticking point with you, something in there that we talked about um, today, that if you fixed it, that person would kind of walk right through. A lot of times guys are held behind what I call the curtain where they're kind of watching you from a distance energetically, waiting for that moment for your stuff to kind of be uh, receptive for them. And then all of a sudden you make a shift and then they show up. So if you've been on a kind of a long dry spell, ask some of the questions that we talked about today and I think you're going to get a, a nice shift for yourself. But as far as the person from where it looks like right now, probably towards the end of August, beginning of September would be the time when you would meet him if nothing changed as we, as we talked. Now, if you want to move that up, you can do some of the energetic work we talked about. I think that you'll be in a good place. I would definitely. You gave very good tips today. I definitely would do that, especially when you move away from, like, how you talked about the conversation your friends had at the table. You had to leave. It's yes. just like that energy you just didn't want apart. You didn't want to be and they, attached to it, basically. No, it's the truth. And and it was funny because they saw me getting really upset and they kept going and they made it worse because they thought it was fun because I'm more of an emotional person than them. So I just walked out. <laughs> so it was very interesting to see. Then I got a bunch of calls after it was all over, like, oh, are you okay? You know, and I just blew it off <laughs> for now, you know. Just got to let people be where they are. But the thing about that is that, you know, try to make them behave the way you need them to behave while you're there. You just remove yourself from the situation and let them be who they are because that's all their free will. You know, and I think that's where people get really caught up is they think that they need to change everyone in their world and you don't. You just, some days, you know what? You know, I have an extra margarita and I deal with it and it works fine. There's other days when I'm just not up for it and then I know that's okay for me to get up and walk out. You know, does that make sense? Oh, that definitely makes sense. Like, um, 
you basically you can't change people and you can't control a situation right. that is that you have no part to do. No, yes, I have no. to learn that. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you'll be you'd be surprised because. As you do that, it's saying, I respect myself and I respect not just, you know, we all kind of understand physical boundaries and respecting our bodies and all that, but people don't really understand how to respect their own energy. And that is where, when you start to put that kind of behavior out there and just say, hey, you know what, I respect that you guys want to have fun in this way, but it's hurting me, so I'm going to walk out. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to swallow it. It's saying I feel empowered in myself and honoring of myself not to put up with it. And I also am allowing you to be who you are and, and enjoy yourself without having somebody who's not being honest. And because if I was sitting there squirming, I would be being dishonest to them because I'm not on board. So why live a lie? You know, when you do a lot of that, it's amazing how people start to respect you more. Because you're respecting yourself. And that's when the guys really show up. The nice guys show up in your world. So I, hope I will definitely helps. let you know what happened. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Good luck with that. And, uh, you know, I think you're on the right track for sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care, Melissa. Okay. So hopefully we'll get that echo with the next person. We now have Mary in Florida. Hi, Mary. I, think, uh, I do agree with you so much as far as Joel. I think he is a great um, lecturer, preacher. I just, I love him. I think he's great. I just, I got a, a mailing from him today in the um, mail. I think I have it on my desk here somewhere. And um, and, and I, he's got his little face. He was just sitting there, like it looked like he was sitting on a bench or something. They, you know, they took the shot and they put it on a thing. And he's like, I know it can happen to you because it happened for me or something. That was the... Um, you know, the caption on the, yeah, I know he can do it because I've seen it firsthand. And that's the the caption they put on the, you know, the outer envelope. And his little face, I'm like, can you get any cuter? This face, I mean, and it's not because he's such a good-looking guy, it's because his spirit is just he's so all in. Right, he just you know? radiates, radiates yeah. the confidence and everything. And when I'm feeling really bummed out and I'm like, I don't think I you know, can do this anymore and, I you know I don't think it's going to happen. Then I'll put on him, and all of a sudden I've, I'm feeling uplifted, and and maybe you know maybe it's possible, and I have some hope restored. So I, yeah. I always try to tell my friends too, and some of them are already watching them. Some of them haven't let on, but they've been watching them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because they start crying you know, they, they don't think you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sometimes I'll just say something and I'll go, I wonder where they heard that, you know. Yeah, that's Joel. Yeah, Joel has some words, that some phrases that yeah, are very much him. All of a sudden, all my friends, um, about two years ago, I started telling all my friends who go listen to him, and then all of them were calling me, God is on the throne. God has made my crooked road straight. You know, they start repeating all this stuff, and I'm like, wow, yeah. you've been listening to Later. Uncle Joel. I call him Uncle Joel. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what's your question? Um, my question, uh, basically, um, I moved into an apartment. I had to sell my home a year ago, and I really didn't want to, but I, I had to financially. And I moved back to a place where I was prior to buying my home, and things were different then, and I was able to afford it, and things turned around with the um, economics and everything. And then coming back, has been really hard, and so I figured, well, uh, it's it's going to be all right. You know, I'll be here a year, and uh, by then I should be able to find something that I, I like better or what have you. Well, a year has come up, and um, my, my um, rent is going to be increased. They wanted to increase it more, and I asked them not to raise it, and so they said, well, just a little, not as much. I still haven't got that in writing, and I'm still getting nervous about that. Um, also, there's some things that they promised as far as improving my space that that is just, I've just been put on hold, and I don't want to get over the top about certain things, and yet there's, they need doing. And 
I'm I'm a person that I've been through so so much that I feel very worthy for um, whatever I ask within reason, and and when I I don't mean I want everything, but when things are important and they should be part of the deal, and I don't get certain things. Well, anyway, I don't want to go on on so much with that. Is I'm wondering if you see. Either situations improving where I'm at, or if I'm going to be able to financially work something out where I can I can go where I really resonate a little better, despite the okay, increase. Okay, so um, here's the thing: whenever you go back to something, you right. basically rewind your frequency back to that point, <laughs> and so, what you have it to do—it wasn't so much by choice; it was kind well, of a last um, resort. Let's put it that right, way. But still, because I, yeah, but still, it had yeah, what I needed in in close, I, you know. I understand. Box. I understand. Yes. I understand. I'm going to stop you there. Just let me just finish this. When you do that, regardless of what the reason, you jam up your frequency because you start to consciously operate from where you used to be. Yeah, I and, can understand that. <laughs> okay. So yeah. so that influences everything. Now, you can still live there, but claim your frequency forward and say, okay, how do I get my frequency to be in alignment with where, you know, in a forward progression so I'm not feeling like I came back here, I'm now back here, I'm struggling back here, I shouldn't have been back here. You know, that that's that's constantly rewinding your energy. What you want to do is wind your energy forward, not rewind it backward. Even if you had to, you know, you did the best you could with what you had at the time and you said, okay, I'm going to go back to that place. What you have to do whenever that happens, and that's anyone listening in our community on the podcast too, if you ever have to do that, you have to go physically to the place you used to be, but don't ever say I'm going back to anything or I want to be back to where I used to be. Never, ever, ever. What you want to do, even if you physically are in a place that you were in the past, you want to be present with it and, and bring a new frequency to that experience. Okay? That's going to give you that springboard that you needed because that was your intention was this will be a springboard to where I ultimately want to be. So your right. question is, do I ultimate, should I focus on where I ultimately want to be? And absolutely, by all means, yes. Yeah. That's yeah, where you should keep I'm all of your trying to do attention. that. I'm trying Don't to do try. that. But what's throwing Don't me try. off? Yeah. yeah, what's I know? What's throwing me off mentally is now I go back to the the websites where I initially saw a lot of the places that I had in mind, and they have gone skyrocketed in in you know what they're asking because of certain developments in the area, now all of a sudden everybody wants to get rich quick. And, you know, it's it's changed. Um, no, it doesn't I, matter. I'm going to stop you because we're going to have to get on to the next person. But okay. here's, here's, the, here's the point. It doesn't matter what the prices are. What you need to do is focus on what you desire, write it down, get an index card, draw a picture of it, and focus on that, and then the right place will configure for you. That's when I was at the beginning of the show when I was talking about, you know, the yes, lessons that are, right. are mon- mundane versus the lessons that are with the divine energy. You know, the uh-huh. mundane lessons are, okay, I'm running out of money. I have to, you know, take a step back. Sometimes you have to take a step back and go forward and all those kind of lessons, those kind of pain-in-the-butt lessons where, you know, you lose everything. you got to figure out how to bootstrap yourself and all that and how to suffer and all those things. That's not what this lesson is. This lesson is an invitation for you to create from the energy, okay? That's what this is. So this is not a matter of you looking and letting the environment and the pricing in the environment dictate. This is a matter of you creating, you know, and you know it already. This is a matter of you creating what you want with the energy by focus, okay? So I'm going to leave you with that. Listen to the recording again. And then and you don't have any time frame in your mind uh, or any It's intuitive. all up to you. I could tell you any kind of time frame, you know, you want to hear, but I, that's not what they're giving me. If it, and, again, that's tell, showing you the level of lesson that this is because uh-huh. you're saying, okay, there's something out there that's dictating when I get my stuff. 
There's no, you're dictating it. And this, you could have it next week. Mm. You know, it's that close. It, you could push it out a year and a half if you keep putting your power off into the ethers. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not yeah, about a tiny a lot thing. Of, a lot of mental about, work to do on this, it. No, you have a lot of energetic work. There's a difference between mental work. You already did the mental work. That's what got you here. Okay? Yeah. So you're done. Yeah. The energetic work is the uh, the willingness. Now, one more thing I heard you say that I think is a sticking point for you. Okay? Okay. And you said it so casually, but I think this is the point I want you to contemplate. Is you said, I want it with, I want stuff within reason. That phrase, within reason, is the thing that's tripping you up and swelling you on your face. Well, okay? you know, what I meant because by that is judgment. Like, I know I'm not asking them. I'm not asking them. I know what you meant. It doesn't me take rocket science. What, 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 no, really. see, that's exactly it. It doesn't take rocket science to know what you know, what you meant by it, but that's the point. You should, your, your, your options are unlimited. You don't have to put limitation on it. You're putting judgment and limitation on what you can receive, which is what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. That within reason is the thing you need to work on. And when you do that, all this stuff is going to boom, 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 fall right into place. It's all right there. And if okay. you listen to Joel's show from yesterday, you will you will hear him say it over and over again as well. I'm going to have to okay. jump to the next person, but I hope that's helpful. All right. Thank you for your input. Good okay. You're welcome. Okay. Um, next we have Gina in Georgia. Hi, Gina. Hi. Ooh, screaming. Hi. <laughs> hi. Yes. Um, how are you doing? I'm fine. What's your question? My question is, um, like a year and a half ago, I embarked on uh, wanting to start my creative juice going so I started um going to a make uh, to a makeup school and um so and um and I wanted to be a freelance makeup artist but um since last year my life has changed so I kinda of put that on the back burner. So um like um I just enrolled in another um course for makeup and um much of it's a refresher course really um but with some more advanced techniques. Um now, do you see anything coming up for me that I, it would lend me uh, a side job of being a makeup artist? Oh, I think you can have all kinds of makeup artist opportunities, and they're showing you doing some music videos. What what state are you in again? You're in Atlanta? Are you in Atlanta, in Atlanta or Atlanta you're area. in Georgia? Yeah. Yes, I'm in Atlanta yeah. area. That's a very competitive area for makeup, that's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But it feels like there might be a new artist. I would focus on the kids and the new artists coming up. Um, and, you know, it's weird. I don't know if you watch the Atlanta Housewives, but Cynthia Bailey's agency, you might be able to yes. get a little something in there. I don't know why, but I, that was, that's a strange wow. piece of advice. But I wouldn't hesitate to go and approach someone over there. You know, get get uh-huh. good at what you do. But I, right. I don't know. I get she might she does like little fashion shows and she does like you know first look things and you know things for the kids who can't afford all the big stuff and all the big expensive folks and you might be able to find some sort of apprenticeship or internship. I just feel like there might be a, an opportunity for you there. So I would just go go check out the Bailey Agency. I don't know why I've never given that kind of advice before, but there must be something there because the guys wouldn't be saying it. Wow. Okay. So cause, right. yeah, because this course is like six weeks. And yep. that's what I would just, um, even though it's on a Saturday, but and that's good for me. Um, and so I'm, that's what I was just saying. Once I get the certificate, hopefully something will come in there soon, so I could yep. just do this. I think I, you just have to be, you have to be, you know, kind of have everything on point and ask the people right. in your course exactly how to, how you present yourself, and then you know go forth and conquer. And I wouldn't, I would not hesitate to think. I'd rather you be small in a big place than try to be big in a small place. Right. <laughs> You're right. Okay, that makes I'll, total sense. Yeah, yeah. You'll you you just you just on set by association when you're in a big place like that. Even if you're not getting paid a lot or you're willing to do a little bit, you know, on on spec or whatever, 
you know, you mm-hmm. get more exposure, and there, and all it takes is one opportunity, and poof, you're you're on your way. So I'm gonna have to jump. Exactly. Because I'm gonna have to wrap the show soon, but I just oh. wanted to say good luck to you, and it sounds like you're on the right track. It feels like you're on the right track oh. for sure. Oh, okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great night. Okay, last but not least, we have Patty in New Mexico. Hi, Patty. We're gonna make this quick. We have a couple of seconds. <laughs> uh, hi. So yeah, I been living here for like 17 years and after five years or so I got these horrible allergies during spring usually yeah and I kind of like it here but I don't know I cannot take it anymore it's just every spring is the same suffering so I'm just wondering if it's more something in my mind or what's going on should I move move partially that's what I'm I've been wondering lately feels like you have, um, even though you, you might feel it's environmental allergies, it also feels like more of a food allergy and something that you could have controlled with, um, you know, with meds and things. However, what your guys are saying is getting closer to the water will make all the difference. So being in a drier climate oh. and getting closer to the water so there's more circulation, it, your body doesn't like being landlocked. Huh. So they're, they're saying, like, you know, like the whether it's the Southern California or the West Coast, you know, coastal area, even Oregon or Portland or something like that, you might want to consider um, even Northern California would be fine, but close to the ocean because your body is craving your energy, really. It's craving the circulation. That's what it is. So um, that's yeah. why that you're kind of having that, that you know, that kind of acute feeling with the with the um, allergies, but again, also look at your your diet and maybe go to an allergist and see exactly get down to the bottom line of what it is, actually is that you're allergic to because it might be a very simple fix. Um, and also, I don't know if you use Febreze, but they're saying to get away from the chemical um, air fresheners and the chem- there's some kind of chemical you're using in your house that is causing a lot of that as well. So, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm I'm very you, clean. Have, I, I eat in my food. I eat organic. I don't use chemicals. Yeah. I very very yeah. in that. Um, so definitely get allergy tested for sure. But um, lay off any kind of like fragrances and things in the house to see how you feel. I'm gonna have to just about ca- end the show. But I hope yeah, you wh- a little bit and consider moving to the ocean for sure. Okay, so. Wow, we had a nice rousing bunch. Thanks, you guys, for calling in. Um, I hope today has made sense for you, and I know that I've lived all of this. I never asked you to do anything I haven't done myself, and it absolutely works, and it's always good to to do these shows because it always reminds me as well. I love to learn right along with you, and I love to hear what the guides have to say to you guys. It's awesome. They're, they're, They're really chicken butt these days. So... We are going to go ahead and end for today. If you'd like to actually get an Akashic Record reading and get some of those questions, uh, get some more depth with me about some of those questions, you can go to ahamomentsworld.com. Make sure you sign up for our evening list. I'm going to send out another announcement about the readings tomorrow, and I'll come right to your inbox. And um, I think that's it. We will see you this time next week, same time, same place. You can also hear us on iTunes now and Stitcher.com, so you can put it on your iPods. We are now on iTunes, thanks to the illustrious Sam, my producer. We we are now on iTunes, so that's very exciting. And we will end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this new energy, care, everybody. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.